Welcome once again to Marriage EU or Marital EU. This is Jadaola Mide. Welcome you. Praying for you that God will keep you and keep your marriage intact. We are continuing on the topic intimacy. I call it intimacy part two. The other time I told you the reason why you should be intimate, intimate with each other. I narrated some story that you should learn from. Therefore, you should always be there for each other. Always long for each other. Miss each other when you are on journey. Send SMS, send messages, encourage each other. Today, we want to see what we can do to make our intimacy properly, to make it so be in a proper form. Giving is one of those things. Giving, giving, giver, they are always there. They don't lack. When you give, you are giving life. When you give, you are giving hope. You are giving encouragement. You are giving good things. Giving is very, very important in marriage. Because giving boosts intimacy. It boosts intimacy. When you are a stingy person, you cannot, your wife cannot love you much. She cannot even respect you as you think she will. Because you don't know how to give. Stingy person. Akagom. Please. Leave, giving boosts intimacy. If you want to enjoy marriage in the God's way, be a giver. Be a giver. Prepare to enter into marriage with giving heart. Giving heart is very, very important. If you don't know how to give before, immediately you meet somebody you want to marry, you beg God to put that, that heart from your heart and give you a giving heart. You may ask, what will I give? What will I give? I don't have anything to give. You have so much to give to your wife. You have so much to give to your husband. You give time. Time is very, very important. Give your spouse your time. I mean quality time. Give your partner resources and your body. Give her your resources, your body. Don't be an assentee husband or wife to each other. Give sacrificially. Give immeasurably. Give selflessly. Give without expecting anything in return. Sow into each other what you want to see, what you want to have. Strive to be the best giver. Make first move in giving. Do not wait until your partner gives you and you say you want to give in return. No, make first move. Be the first person. Giving is the proof of love. You can't give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. You single outsider that you are yet to marry, you spinster, do not marry a tight-fisted man. Hey, if you do so, you will suffer in the future if you eventually be that man's wife. That man finds it difficult to give you naturally. He will find it difficult to give naturally until he's cajoled, until he's, uh, you know, uh, beg. He can't give because he's not used to giving. 
Some young men these days, they are gold digger. They want to even extract from you. They don't know how to give. They will first uh, know and study you. They study your home. They study your father's influence and the money your father has. And they will not even love you, but they want to extract out of that your, your word. They are gold digger. Watch out for them. They rush to approach. That's their characteristic. They rush to approach. They go in to marry without courtship. A married lady from just I want to marry. She's from a rich background. I want to have a genuine. You don't know what you are doing. You are acting foolishly. Because at the end of everything, that woman will not respect you if you eventually go there. I didn't say you shouldn't marry from a good family or a rich family, but money or riches should not be the background of your marriage in life. This case is a serious issue. That's why I'm emphasizing it. So, ladies, I to buy clothes for you. They will pay house rent. Some are even buying cars. They will buy shoes. They will buy it and they will pay school fees. They will do everything for you. You guys, you ladies, be very careful. You be, I don't, I'm not saying you shouldn't help. But you shouldn't allow yourself to be used by a man. When, why you have even spent all this thing, invariably you will see a better person. He will go for another person who may not spend a dime before he gets married to that one. And what happened to you? Yeah, Christmas, Christmas, my mother, Christmas. You have some of, of you, you have squandered your wealth, your inheritance to a man. And invariably, this man dupe you. And they will go their way and they will settle down. So be very careful. Know, know to yourself, know yourself. Know the person you are dealing with. A man who is miserly with money only show you what the future is going to be. He is showing you what is going to happen in the marriage to you and even your children. They may not have much, oh. Man may not have much, but he must have a giving heart. You man there, you man that is willing to marry, have a giving heart. When you have a giving heart, that lady will understand you. But you can still give a little out of what you have. This shows that if you have much, if you are buoyant, you will easily give out of compulsion. You will easily give out naturally. So if a man does not possess that quality, he will be a natural giver who only gives out of compulsion or under duress. If a man is stingy, he will expose his wife to danger. That's why you see some ladies going out after other men because the man there is stingy. But ladies, you are not supposed to go after any other man. Do not say because your husband is stingy and you become a fornicator, you become adulterous. No, this is very dangerous because it's going to have an adverse effect on you in life and you are going to be judged because you have become a warmonger. You have left, you have disobeyed the commandment of God. Do not look outside. Pray for your husband. God, give my husband a giving heart. Please, God, bless my husband that he be able to bless me. I don't want to be exposed to external forces. Like your sugar daddy, your husband's friend, unscrupulous element, who may lure you into fetish things. Some of you, you have been used like that and dumped. 
and some of you have have even been used for ritual ritual thing ritual for morning rituals. So meet up. You want to meet up? I want to be like my mate. I want to be like my mate. Wives, please don't strive to be like your mate. Be what the Lord said. Tell God about the situation of your husband and pray, and the Lord will raise that man for your sake. Men are supposed to be caregiver. Why do women are supposed to be nurturer, the home keeper, the home manager? So means maximize or minimize infidelity, unfaithfulness on the woman's side. Husband should learn to give, and the woman should learn to be intimated with her own husband. With her own husband. is disgrading. Seeing yourself falling victim of evil people outside there when you are not intimated with one another. It could be a man, it could be the woman. People outside there may lure you into problem. Infidelity is not a good heart. It makes heart bliss. When I hear women falling victim, both the husband and wife should share healthy love and affection. Buy gift for each other. To strengthen your intimacy, strike a balance. Your career, your business should not be a barrier to your blissful marriage. Do not allow anything to cut away intimacy between you and your spouse. You shouldn't allow anything to be a barrier. Please set your priority right. Know what next and know what you want in marriage. That's why when you are preparing, when you are planning to choose a partner, discuss together and let each other know your plight and what you want in your marriage. We are going on principle number three. Sex partner. You should be each other's sex partner. Give each other quality sexual satisfaction. In my last teaching, I mentioned this. Do not allow yourself to get married to your career or business. Strike a balance. Man, strike a balance. Woman, strike a balance. Some of us, some of you, you marry to your business. You marry to your career. And my work and my is my husband. My work is my my work is my wife. No, it shouldn't be. Your work shouldn't be a barrier to your intimacy. To, to your sexual uh, interact uh, intercourse in the home, in the marriage. In 1 Corinthians 7, verses 4 to 5, the Bible says, The wife's body does not belong to her alone, but also to her husband. In the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but also to his wife. Do not deprive each other, except by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourself to prayer, then come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. My dear listeners, to have marital bliss, the sexual life of a couple should be vibrant, meaningful, and healthy. I don't encourage analysis, please. Don't do it. Anything that, that does not, oh Lord, please God, don't do it in your marriage. Pray before you have sex. Pray before you meet your wife. Pray before you meet your husband. Let your sex be vibrant. Let it be meaningful. Not just like that. 
the role that sex play between husband and wife can make or mar a marriage. So sweet and so inviting, even the most serious conflict between husband and wife sometimes can be solved when you are having your intercourse or when you are having your sex. You can set, you can you can settle so many things because that time that love is just strong. That is intimacy is strong. Trust me, when you are there for your partner, you will be the best for it. Yes, when you give him your body, when the wife gives the husband her body, when the husband gives the uh, wife his body, you will be best for it. Yes, you will love each other. Having regular sex with your husband or wife is one best strategy possible to keep marriage healthy. Because it creates warm feelings, love, and closeness with your partner. The sexual desire of a husband or wife should be based on equal mutual understanding and sheer commitment. It should not be one-sided. It shouldn't be the man alone that is doing it, the thing. It shouldn't be the woman alone that is doing the thing. Neither the husband or wife should feel doing do it by each other. Enjoy it together. Do not be one. Do not let yourself be one-sided. Be willing to make it together. Be willing to share it together. Both sides should like sex, and both sides should initiate it. It's not only the woman, the man alone, or woman. You two, you can initiate it. There is no shame in that. They were both naked, and they were not ashamed. There is no shame. You are meant for husband. Your your husband. Your, your husband is meant for you. You are meant for each other. It's not only a man that can initiate sex. You two can do it when you have the urge. When you have the urge, initiate it so that you will not be tempted when you go outside to go outside to have it. Have time. Anytime he asks you if you are sick, just manage. Whatever is wrong with you, you can still manage. You can still manage. And the man will even understand. And there should not be any condition. You shouldn't have any condition before you have sexual intimacy with your husband. There should be no price tag. Until you do this for me, until you buy me this, I will not allow you. I will not. I will, I will use what I have to get what I want. It's a wrong assertion. I have had this several times. It's not good. Don't use what you have to get to what you want to have. Your husband is your husband. He owns your body. Don't put a don't put it into commodity. Don't use it as a commodity to for sale. Both of you should be ready and be both, both of you should be involved. You should be ready for quality romance before sex. So some sensitive parts of your of each other. Know where it tinkles most. No excuse is strong enough to exonerate yourself. I am tired. We both went to work. I can't do this one. I'm sick. Some of them even lie that I'm still in my menstrual period. Uh, uh, you shouldn't be in, in your husband's house. You shouldn't be. I'm not encouraging that man and woman should meet during menstrual period. No, it is not good. Yeah, but there is no excuse strong enough to exonerate yourself. In either of you, you shouldn't blame anybody for your lack of sex. And you should be willing to have it together. 
you enjoy sex most in your old age. Those people that are already old in the business of marriage. Because there is no expectation that you are going to be pregnant. Because the fear of some is that I want to, I, I, I may be pregnant. I don't want any child again. No, there is nothing like that. That's why you should plan yourself. You should know what to do so that you enjoy your marriage. You will enjoy sex in your marriage. You look younger when you have it. And it helps in healing some of this body. It may sound funny, but it is truth. You look younger. You look brighter. Sex is for the married. Sex outside marriage is not good. That is what we call fornication. And it's a sin. If you have sex after marriage, you are committing sin. Because the Bible says, Marriage is honorable, bed on the fire. Womonger and adulterer, the Lord will judge. You will not be judged in Jesus' name. The Bible in Hebrew 13 says so. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed on the fire. But womongers and adulterers, God will judge because of the interest power says power has. The power that says have, it fosters intimacy. It fosters love. It fosters oneness. It fosters unity in the home. You should not, you should not allow burdens or annoyance of daily living to get the way into the way of your sex with your partner. Have it as frequently as possible. Says a writer says is the best entertainment for two of you is the best entertainment for two of you and you will suit the tension of the body you will suit the tension of the body when you have sex together in your marriage because you went not that you are entertaining or that you are entertaining your <clears throat> yourselves i want to give you some tips on how to create a healthy and happy sex life with your partner. Sex should never be a weapon or bargaining of or punishment. There should be no shame between husband and wife. Give yourself totally to each other. Let your partner know what will make you think, what he will touch, and you will be aroused. Tell your wife, tell your husband. When next we meet, we are going to continue. Remain blessed.